1: coverage of the Browns uh, 17 to 10 defeat to the New Orleans Saints at a a frigid uh, First Energy Stadium on the banks of Lake Erie. Um, I'm joined by Jake Burns, Jack Duff, and Brad Ward uh, to break this one down. I think we'll probably try and be fairly brief because it is Christmas Eve after all uh, and uh, you know uh, we, we I'm sure I all have other things we would rather be doing than talking about a team that didn't seem super interested in uh, playing uh, for most of the game. Uh, they had some some moments where they pulled it together, but for the most part, uh, you know, it didn't look great. Uh, the Browns dropped a 2-2 two and two with Deshaun Watson as quarterback. 6-9 and nine overall. They have guaranteed themselves a losing record for the second straight season. Uh, they've got two games left to, uh, you know, I, I think try and salvage a little something and, and give Browns fans uh, something to be optimistic about. Uh, going into next year. That's where I would say things are. I'm interested to know what uh, the other gentlemen joining me today think about what we just saw. Let's go to uh, Jack Duffin first. He's got honors since he's uh, furthest ahead in time. Uh, it's uh, uh, 10 o'clock. Is that right, Jack, over there for you?
2: Nine o'clock at the moment. So uh,
1: I'm still getting used to it.
2: N- nearly time for me to start opening presents. Um... <laughs> almost on the way. <laughs> So the thing that shocked me most today is Nick Chubb ran the ball twenty-four times, and I thought that guaranteed a win. Right. That that that's what Twitter's told me. If he runs it twenty-plus times, the Browns cannot lose. And yep. uh, yeah. And then the the other takeaway is how long does it take to build a dome, a retractable roof? Because mm-hmm. if, if there was no weather issues today, that game is won. And mm. this whole argument of what does a dome do? What does weather do? it just narrows the playing field and makes it more balanced. When you are the better team, you easily win this game because there was a few times Deshaun Watson was really trying to make the correct pass. Yeah, he could have thrown it a bit better, but that wind was carrying as well. So, um, hey, mm-hmm. you, you build the dome, you win today, and you're still in playoff contention. It's as simple as that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Jack, you mentioned something that I neglected to mention off the top, which is the Browns, with this loss, have officially been eliminated from playoff contention which i think we all kind of had known they weren't going to make the playoffs but this is the uh final nail in that coffin and i think you know it might change some things in terms of the way that the team approaches the next two games uh in terms of personnel usage and those sorts of things um brad ward i'll go to you um it it felt today like a game that the browns uh were in control of uh when they when they scored to go up 10 nothing and then the, the Saints got a a field goal to end the first half, went down and scored a touchdown to to tie it up. And and all of a sudden with that double dip, things really changed, didn't they?
3: Sure did. Uh, You know, I don't know if the Browns showed disinterest in being there, but it certainly is the same football team that we watched early in the year doing the same type of things, uh, you know, making what, you know, easy situations or situations that should be manageable hard, making yep. simple stuff much much harder. And uh, you know, running the ball with Nick Chubb twenty four times was not enough today. Listen, mm. I don't, I don't know why they went away from the run. Um, I, I don't know how many times, How many times did Watson end up throwing it? Like thirty five.
1: He got into the thirties.
3: Yeah, he was over the 30s, and and that's too much. Uh, 31? Yeah. Okay, 31 times I think is too much. I know they were thrown at the end, but listen, like, okay, there's – I question a little bit, like, what the hell Watson was doing some of the time. Because, like, it looked to me like he had plenty of opportunities to take off and run the football, um, Mm -hmm. and he just would not use his legs. And I do not know why he wouldn't do that or why they didn't – try to maybe get some design runs with him a little bit too. get him on the perimeter to run the ball. Uh, I felt like it was there and it wasn't used. That was frustrating. The defense is frustrating, giving up 17 consecutive points to a not very good uh, offense. You know, literally what we talked about with taste Hill happened. He mm-hmm. kind of just ran right through this defense, carved him up. Uh, so you know it's disappointing but this is the team we've watched all year there's similar yeah. stuff right you know third and, third and two you know and and I will say this tonight and, and I am a, a supporter of Kevin Stefanski but today it's third and two with 7 minutes left you're driving the football and you play action pass uh in 0 negative 20 degree weather two times in a row yeah. uh on sec on third and short and and fourth and short and I and I don't know I don't I don't understand that. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh, that that I do not understand as far as play calling. Yeah. Um, but I feel felt like we got away from the run unnecessarily. Um, and uh, some key drops at the end there, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what I thought was a – I don't think the interception was Watson's fault. I thought that was a, a lazy-looking, slow – developing route by bell that goes off his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, I, but I, I I don't, this team is extremely frustrated. I'm frustrated. frustrated. Yeah. I can't it, tell. It was I'm certainly
1: frustrated. in, in the, the very overflowing basket of frustrating Brown's losses in 2022. Yeah. Uh, Jake, I've got a, a, a tough question for you. Something I saw on social media uh, at the end of this game, a lot of people doing that thing where they want to act like they're smarter than everybody else. And they say, well, it's a game in terrible weather, so we can't take anything away from it. And we're not gonna we're not gonna learn any lessons here. So let's not get any let's not overreact because you know the weather's bad, so none of this really matters, or you know, we, we can't we don't wanna over emphasize one game and, and I think there's some truth to that. I, I, I first of all, I do not like being when people go on social media at the end of a bad Browns loss and tell people not to overreact, because I think if social media doesn't exist for anything else, it exists so that we can go out there and call for coaches to be fired and do obnoxious things when they're losing to the Saints in the fourth quarter. I, I mean, in my mind, that's what it's for. Apart from that, Jake, my question is: I, I get it's one game in really bad weather, but it's a it's a game, as Brad said, that shows a lot of the same issues still showing up for this Browns team. No?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could have won the game, right? They could have won. Yeah. They gave up. They gave up way too many predictable rushing yards. They ended up giving up. 152 rushing yards to a team that you knew was going to try to run like crazy, um, that doesn't have as much talent, I don't think, in certain positions. So, you know, should that have been a game they scored? If Amari Cooper catches the touchdown in the end zone, he's wide open. It's 14 nothing. Can you win that game 14-10? I'd like to think so, but they just didn't make enough winning plays. I mean, I I don't know. We can take whatever we want to take from it. That's fine. It's an absolutely miserable weather game. Yeah, they throw 31 times. They ran 13 more plays because they're driving at the end. Like, I mean, they they turned it over and went down 17-10. And you can only, I mean, like, I'm not I'm not here to argue with anybody about run game. They ran running backs ran for 3.1 yards per carry. So, right. I mean, Jay Feely's just going crazy about this. And like, that's fine. But they're gonna have to throw eventually. You know, it's third and two if they if you think they're going to run it on third and two and under center play action, you had failed. You'd given Kareem the football on a scheme that has worked many times for you, but your offensive line gets blown up earlier in the game and he he gets yelled at about that. I don't know what you want him to do, I guess something different. And then he decides, hey, we'll play action fake and try to get an open player in the flat. They commit to the run. Well, they don't. They don't get anything out of it. And then like yeah. fourth down Watson takes a shot downfield when he has a couple answers, I think right in front of him in space to give it to, to make a first down on a th- fourth and two. But I, I mean, you got Deshaun Watson. You want to, don't, you mean you still want to use him? It's not, I, I mean, the passing game was harder today, but like was still functionable. You could still yeah. do, they completed some hard throws in this weather. Like, I don't know. It is what it is. I, I'm going to just say it. I, I don't, care anymore if you want him fired <laughs> I don't care I'm tired of caring about it people think that yeah. he's the issue that's fine live in that world where you think he's the issue and bring in yeah. somebody else and thinking trick your brain into thinking you're going to just find the top coach on the market and he's going to come in here and fix everything whatever I like when I say I don't care I don't I will not waste another moment arguing about Kevin Stefanski I won't do it oh. You know, I don't he's think digital, he's the issue. He's I was just well, there are a lot of people, Brad. I'm not. Place? I'm not arguing with you. I'm not. I'm not, I promise. It is everywhere. It is all over the place. I'm yeah. tired of arguing about it's it. reflexive it. Like, at this point, right? It's as so. Soon as something it is goes... so reaction based. Like it's exactly. results. Everything yeah. is results yeah. based analysis. And, like and as soon it just, as it goes it,
1: wrong, it goes to Kevin. if
0: somebody's wide open in the flat, which you intend to get, and it, and it gets caught, that's a first down, and everyone loves it. It like if if you run it with Kareem on third and one. Everyone's like, I hate the slow developing outside runs. Okay, let's run wedge blocking and 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 at that point, wedge blocking, cut off the wedge blocking. It gets blown up, and then he gets yelled at about that. So what do you what do you want him to do? So I, I whatever. Like again, you know, I thought today should have been a like 9 low scoring type of game. Catch the ball in the end zone. There are three balls in the end zone that were all dropped. Right. Um, yep. that, that could have been caught. I, again, you know, you can blame whoever you want to blame. Don't really care anymore. I don't care. You you gotta make winning plays. It's the same thing against Tampa Bay. If Njoku doesn't make a hero catch in the back of the end zone, that's a loss. Right. You gotta make plays. Like they were in the end zone catching footballs to to tie or win the game. They didn't make the plays. So I I mean just I, I don't know what you want, man. I I don't again, I'm not arguing with it. They didn't make winning plays. That's my analysis. Like they didn't make winning plays, they didn't make tackles at the point of attack when they needed to make tackles on run schemes, especially like Greg Newsom struggled in several iterations in this game uh the 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 curl wide open over the middle a third and eight to get off the field so you could because you think about it you know fourth and ten there at the end of the game browns could have kicked field goal to tie it right Right. instead of going for it on fourth and ten but nobody covers the middle curl from the empty look from from number three like no one's going to pay attention to that guy sitting at nine yards over the football i i just I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know what we want anymore. They, they're not yeah. winning these games. And maybe, again, maybe there's some answer out there. Maybe there's a guy out there. Maybe Jim Harbaugh fixes all of it. I really don't know, and I'm just kind of to the point where I don't care about arguing about it anymore. That, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. So
1: yeah.
0: that's it.
2: Go ahead, Jack. Well, I think it goes even wider than that to the problems of – I don't think anyone could argue that Bill Callahan, phenomenal coach – We're in the process of if Pochich returns from our left guard to our right tackle, spending 15 million a year on those four players, and they're not doing it. Um, And if, like, your own line, who you've got all this money invested, isn't doing their job, you've got a quarterback that hopefully will get there. But there is so much invested in this team, and these guys just aren't getting it done at all. Um, And yeah, it continues to be the mystery of. And it's where the frustration is. There is so many issues. Literally everything is going wrong. There's very little you can point to and go, oh, that's fine. Don't worry about that. We, we're sat here today, probably going the best part of our entire team has been special teams today. It's like, what planet are we on where it's been a nightmare mm-hmm. for the entire season and now it's like, hey, just give Pre for a lifetime contract. He's, he's been great today. And <laughs> it, it, it's so frustrating. Um, whereas the first chunk of the season, hey, Everything is going really, really well for the offense. Everything else is a dumpster fire. Um, it, it just makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I think one of my frustrations with the conversation around the, the head coach is that I think that there are valid criticisms of his approach to the game, this game specifically, and, and offensive play calling in general. We had, a, I think, a pretty good conversation about it last week in terms of uh, the offense starting to look a little bit predictable, um, you know, there was there was some some second and 10 type run plays that, you know, the, the Saints were on top of. They didn't seem fooled by at all. Uh, I think these are legitimate criticisms if they're taken in the context of trying to have a good faith discussion about who this coach is, what his strengths and weaknesses are. But, uh Jake, to your point, I think that the problem is, is that some so many people, they're hitting the fire escape you know they they're, they're running through the fire exit the first time that the, the, the Browns give up a touchdown to the other team and it creates the impression that it's a it's a you know there's no nuance anymore it just becomes a this guy's got to go at any cost um, which listen I, I also think that it is fair to a certain extent for Browns fans to feel frustrated because this team was 11 and five and won a playoff game and then has had two straight losing seasons after that, when both seasons you were told going into the season that the team had a ton of talent. So I I do, I think it's fair for, for fans to feel frustrated. I, I don't think that the frustration comes out in very productive ways, but again, that's sort of the blessing and the curse of social media. Right. So, you know uh, my, my question, Brad is, what are the things that you saw today that you, you think, are things that could be fixed in a, for a team that comes back with this, obviously with this head coach and this quarterback next year, is there, what, what makes this game go differently in 2023?
3: Well, I mean, it was, it's a weird game the way it played out, right? Because of the yes. weather, but um, it doesn't mean you throw it out. I, I think when you go up 10, nothing in this game, <clears throat> it feels like you should control the game from there on forward. Like it felt like the Browns were clearly the better team and they were in control of the game. They actually should have gone up 14, nothing at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, but but because of the blatant drop in the end zone, but either way at that point in the game, it felt like the Browns should control this thing the rest of the way. They should probably put it in the end zone one more time in this thing, And you know, and it should never really be that close. Um, and then how they gave up 17 straight, without scoring uh, I mean that that's first of all the defense defense made some good plays at times they weren't awful today right there are some good individual efforts but as a whole they just can't stop the run for periods of a time right like like he ran they ran right through them uh you know the little route from Kamara for like 50 yards on a, yes. a little jerk yes. route or whatever uh back over the middle. Just ridiculous, right? Like, I mean, what is going on here? And uh, that's really frustrating. The defense is frustrating. The offense was frustrating in the second half. Uh, you know, you've got guys that need to catch the ball. Uh, I, I I, think they probably could have, and this is, you know, like I said, I, I'm all for Kevin Stefanski and wanted to have him back. I think they could have managed the game a little differently in the second half. Uh, but, I mean, I what was your ultimate question again? What what can they fix? Yeah, what well, I,
1: I guess I, it's a it's a tough question to answer. But my my question is what 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 is what gives you a sense that next year this a game of this sort and this if if you know they run all of this back. That this situation doesn't repeat itself next year. But they yeah, didn't get I mean,
0: run on for 154 yards. Yeah, yeah I, right. I mean, they,
1: okay, and, and that's a great that's answer. That's
0: it. You know, like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. Like, that's the answer. No, like, you, I, would hope I, that, I, you would I, hope I, that they
1: could find something away. I saw in chat, right? People yeah, want to know it's, it's, what's going to change. Yeah, yeah,
3: like they don't. Uh, yeah, like, go ahead. New Brad. philosophy, right? New yeah. defensive philosophy. Yeah. Uh, new players there. New culture on that side of the ball. And then I think more time with this offense. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a full offense. You're, they're running pieces and parts of what you know they're kind of putting right. together right now. It's not a really a, a full, full blown Deshaun Watson offense, right? Um, so, and I think that um, I would shut down Nick Chubb now, and I would uh, move forward. And uh, I think more time with Watson and Stefanski together will will lead to better things on the offensive side of the ball.
0: Hey guys, telling you again about the fantastic offer coming up from FanDuel, America's number one sports book, which is coming to the Buckeye State at the turn of the year. They're already available. If you go in, sign up, you get $100 in free bets with an early sign-up bonus. Now again, reminder, you cannot get this offer if you wait around and do it after the turn of the new year when when it's a go-live date for sports betting in Ohio. You have to do it early. You get an early sign-up bonus by using the promo code OBR. Very simple. Just OBR. Get that sign-up bonus Bonuses issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real-money sports wager in Ohio, 1-1 of 2023. Unique user identity verification is required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
4: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Jake, uh, on that same line, I think one of the other questions that people have is, you know, will we get a chance either in Washington next week or in Pittsburgh to end the year? Will we get a chance to s- kind of see them throw the ball? I mean, I, you know, the weather obviously being what it was today, it was not the full offense. Uh, and and so you're kind of hoping now it looks like the weather next week in Washington should be OK. Uh, you're hoping that you get a good weather game at the end of the year in one of these so that you can kind of continue to see Watson take steps because, he had some nice plays today considering the elements. And so, you you know, although statistically it's going to be a step back for him, it still felt like a a decent game from Watson. And obviously the biggest question mark is what this quarterback looks like going into 2023.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, um, to answer your question, they, they should continue to throw it. I mean, they threw it today um, largely because they needed to at the end of the game. I'm sure if they were up 17-10, they would have liked to have Kept Watson around about twenty throws or less, but again, I mean, you know, he's four games into this thing. They want to continue to try to to use this quarterback they've invested a lot in to win football games. Uh, if we're playing this game around hiding Deshaun Watson, then I don't know, like, why'd you get him? <laughs> it's like you wanted him, so use him a little bit. I get it, the weather, but there were opportunities to use him. They they were forced to throw about twelve times late in the game where they had to, right? Like down that stretch that final drive so you you take those away you're probably talking about like i don't know 20 22 throws or something but but again i the last two games are only going to do bad they're not going to do any good i'm just t- like telling you like pittsburgh is going to be it's got I th- i don't like it <laughs> put it that way i just don't see yeah. anything good coming out of these two games you win people are pissed you won because you should have won these games when it mattered you lose more sweeping reactions come from it so um, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom guy, but I just don't really see what good comes from it. Like I, I don't. And you know, the, other seems like the, the thing that's going to make the majority of people happy is if they clean the coaching staff out and start over, that's the only thing that's going to make people happy. And, uh, if that's what they want to be happy, then maybe they'll get it and we'll see what happens from there. We'll see, uh, if, uh, if they, the next hiring works out. So, you know, that's the extent of it. Go ahead, Brett.
3: Uh, I have a question, Jake. Um, yeah. As far as Watson not running or them not using him to run at all today, were you surprised by that at all? Did you see any of that? Is it you think they're telling him not to run so he doesn't get hurt or something like that?
0: Your guess is as good as mine, Brad. They're running read option schemes that they're they're sitting on the backside. You can't just pull it to pull it. Like, it's not automatic. They only ran really right. one quarterback run design where they, they said, you're just going to run it no matter what. Um they don't really want him to take a beating, so they're not going to run him like he's not 6'6, 260 like Josh Allen. That's a bit much, Josh. Sorry, 230. Um, he's not really that type of dude, so they don't. He's a pocket quarterback who can run when he wants to, right? Like he can take advantage. Now, they ran some read option stuff, he had um a couple pulled runs he didn't scramble much today though like that that's right for sure like they that, took that element that's... away from him spied him did a good job on it and it's on him like I don't think they're sitting there telling him hey man don't get hurt I think they're just trying to get him to play like I, I right. that's my guess you and I don't know we're not in the walls of Berea hearing what their conversations are I think it'd be really bizarre to me to have the coaching staff be like hey Deshaun don't run we don't want you to put yourself in-. I just don't think they would go about it that way so yeah, um, so you know, yeah, it's just exposure to more playing for him, I think is going to continue to get better. Um, he wasn't great today. He wasn't bad. I thought he was fine. I thought he made some throws that could have won the game or sorry, tied the game. Or again, he could have, you know, they could have been driving down 17, 14 and there's two touchdown balls to win it. You know, they, they right. get caught and you win it. So, um, listen, it's not, you know, it, th- this is the thing Two Donovan drops it and David and drop and Joku drops it. Those are touchdown balls. And then on fourth down Deshaun can't run into a sack. Like it's, it's just, that's it too. Like there's, it's always more than, you know, what it, what it should be. You know, you want it to be one thing. Everyone wants it to be one fix. And it's sometimes just not that way. Like people have to do their job and execute. And I know people hate it when Kevin says that we have to, we have to execute. We have to do our jobs, but but, but that's the truth. Like that's really it. And now if you want somebody to, uh, Come in and blame people, you know. I'm sure there's a faction of people that would hate that too. So, um you know, we'll see. I don't know, guys. I really don't. I don't have the answer, man. And um oh, I was just curious if you like,
3: thought, like, no. you know, it just looked like he could get out and scramble a little bit more. I would thought so too. Through
0: it, play action fake where he's running out in the flat yeah. and has he throws a ball to to Donovan Peoples Jones to get just crushed for a one yard gain. Like just yeah. just pump fake that and run it and pick up five yards and slide. Like, but again, it's cold. terrible weather and again (laughs) i don't know man like they, they they did enough i thought they didn't do enough they did enough of some things to be in a position to win it on offense um but but again like they didn't catch important throws and they didn't finish those drives and when you don't finish those drives those are two drives that could have been 10 points and at those moments those 10 points could be a 17 score and it's 17 17 and you get it. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I think you all are, we're all mad. We all want an answer. And if you think the answer is cutting some guys or doing some different personnel things, maybe you're right. If you think the answer is firing the coaches and maybe you're right. I, I'm just not, um, I'm so. I'm down, beat down of arguing with people. <laughs> just it, it'll, it'll, they'll do what they'll do. They'll do yeah. what they'll do. And we'll sit here and try to say, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I don't care anymore about it. Let's clip that. Let's make
1: sure we yeah, clip that. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: just whatever.
1: Uh, I want Jack. I want to ask you a question because um uh there was a a great uh point by big big wave D in uh, Twitch chat. Uh, huge off season for Barry. He has his plate full for certain. So you know, I obviously eliminated from playoff contention. Two games left. Brad makes a great point about the consideration of shutting down Nick Chubb, which I think makes a ton of sense, especially considering two road games on, you know, one of which is on the worst field in the NFL. Um, So, but I want to ask you because you're our, you're our salary cap guy and you've always kind of got one eye to the future and what this team looks like. We talked a little bit in the pregame about the Jack Conklin extension and how it seems like they really are maybe potentially pushing to uh, push all their chips into the middle of the table for 2023 and 2024. So that does really turn this year, uh, this offseason, the next few months into probably the career-defining period for Andrew Barry. Um, and, he's, and he's got, obviously, there are multiple areas uh, on this team that need addressed, even if there is one less with right tackle being sewn up for next year.
2: Yeah, I think the offense is pretty much going to look at exactly how it does now. Um, they could go for some like cheap deal and full of incentives for Will Fuller, but the idea that you're going to get Hopkins, Lockett, Cooks, none of these guys make any sense through the trade costs and then the cost to pay them. So I think pretty much everything on the offensive side of the ball, it will be as it is. Um, yeah, they'll add some more depth pieces. So maybe a Jordan Aikens at tight end back open up rather than Harrison Bryant. Uh, maybe a few other pieces here and there. Nothing crazy, but If there's one side of the ball you want to overhaul in the off-season, it's certainly the defensive side of the ball. There's been so many um, cases where teams have done it. Miami had one year where I think they were bottom two or bottom three. And then the following season, they were top three. So you can really swing a defense. Mm -hmm. Um, Who knows? Now playoff elimination, does that mean hey, give Browns fans a Christmas present, get rid of Joe Woods. Um, in the next 24 hours, I, I'm I'm sure Andrew will uh, drink some extra just because that happens. Um, but it, it's one that, that change is coming, I think. If they wait for the end of the season, I don't really care. Um, yeah. I'm fine with that. But that will spark a change where pretty much everyone on the different side of the ball, you can move on from a lot of pieces, you can go and decide what you want to be. So, uh, yeah, I think they'll go out and get a free agent at, free safety, um, they'll go get a couple of guys on defensive tackle, going to have to shake it up at edge, um, behind Miles so that, there's going to be changes um, right. And it, lots of it, free agency is for your needs, the mm-hmm. draft is for the future, the draft is guys you're looking to come in, probably not do too much in year one but they want them here for eight years, Right. if you need something fixed like finally get a free safety on the roster it'd just, just be nice to have one um, and get some defensive tackles, i quite like yeah. to, then you've got to get them in free agency. People are focusing on the draft. I, you're not bringing some dude in in the third round and going, you're starting on a team and we want to make the playoffs and win this division. If you're doing that, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah, that's for teams that are
1: rebuilding for sure. Um, yeah, I, and I, I just think it really underlines that, that you know, um, the <laughs> every year Andrew Barry has had some pressure to fix – one or multiple areas of the team, and obviously last year pulling off the Deshaun Watson trade uh, is probably. I, I realized after I said this offseason would be his career-defining move. I think the Deshaun Watson move is is definitely that. Uh, but but it's it's another it's another offseason with a ton of pressure for, for uh, Andrew Barry. Uh, Brad, um, you know you had you've written an article and, and then updated an article with defensive coordinator candidates, and uh, you know I think a lot of people are probably feeling. Uh, pretty frustrated with the the defense not being able to stop. You know, you said earlier, we said in the pregame, Taysom Hill was going to run the ball. Uh, The guys in section 538 buried underneath a pile Mm. of blankets could have told you Taysom Hill was going to run the ball. Uh, Everybody knew it was coming, and the Browns still couldn't stop it, right? And not to mention some of the other uh, coverage issues uh, that they had on third downs. Um, You know, one of the things that I'm keeping an eye on is is, uh, as the Buccaneers continue to lose, and the Panthers and the Saints continue to win. Uh, the Bucks have got a one-game lead in the division. I think Todd Bowles, you know, if he becomes available, just knowing what he does defensively would be an interesting name. But just, just quickly run us through a, a few names again that, you know, so as people are kind of watching other NFL football this weekend, you know, that they could keep an eye on as, as possible defensive coordinator candidates for the Browns.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of them, uh, but we can start with, uh, you know... Um... The hero, Evero, is huh? the uh, guy that I like the best. He is – if Hackett gets fired in Denver, uh, right. he would be free to be available as a defensive coordinator. He is running probably the best defense in the NFL right now with the Broncos. I like him a ton. Uh, I like Joe Witt Jr., the uh, defensive backs coach from the Cowboys a lot. Um, there is uh, Washington. Is the first name? I, I think, James, I think right? Uh uh, from buffalo right yeah. um and he is a hot name uh you have jim leonard out there who is no longer affiliated with uh uh what um wisconsin the badgers. uh yeah. the badgers anymore so and he is uh one of the brighter names in uh college football or was a brighter name in college football and i think did spend a little time in, in the nfl at one point uh obviously played in the nfl um and you know does some of the more creative things with his defense already so uh, he will be a very popular name uh and then uh, you know you're gonna get you gotta look at i would tell people to look at um you know teams that are breaking down i mean staley he might lose his job right uh staley right is that what you got up Hey, Vic Fangio. He he wants Vic Fangio. Uh, (laughs) But yes, Daley's going to lose his job if you want to look his way. And uh, who else did I say? It's Jim Schwartz already. That's Um, another good name. Tennessee. uh, Uh I like him. Um, It kind of uh, has recently shown signs of modernizing his uh, back end, uh, you know uh as far as the uh his secondary coverages over the top stuff kind of modernized it uh in Tennessee mm-hmm. with his you know f- uh, fronts that have always been really good so there are some names that i like a lot uh i could get the article out and read all 20 of them to you but no that's uh, that's a great one there's a, there's a couple guys uh Jonathan Cooley and Ronaldo Hill both uh linked to um one with the Rams one with the um the other los angeles team chargers uh, the chargers uh both of those uh spent time with raheem morris who is like the defensive coaches like uh equivalent to um what it was like to be linked to uh what's his name out there who who am i thinking of who's the uh i can't think of any names right now i'm so exhausted uh what's the uh the rams coach name Oh, McVay. Yeah. Anybody that was in the same room with McVay oh, was right. getting that's an offensive coordinator job. Yeah. Raheem Morris is the equivalent of that right now. So if you spend right. time with Raheem Morris, uh, you're a hot name for a D.C. job. So uh, Jonathan Cooley of the Rams and uh, Ronaldo Hill of uh, the Chargers or uh, that's the way it is. Yeah. Uh, both have expensive histories with Morris, which makes them uh, nice candidates as well. Yeah. Okay.
1: So there's a there's an overview of uh you know some of the defensive coordinator candidates to watch is uh you know the uh, Brad mentioned Joe Witt Jr. the the uh, Joe Witt Jr. the Cowboys are about to play the Eagles, so if you watch that game, there's a name to keep in mind. Uh, you know so some names on the Rams, then they play tomorrow. You know, something to look forward to uh, now that the Browns are out of playoff contention and, you know, these next two weeks are going to feel a little bit different. So, um, you know, I think uh, to just kind of summarize, I think this this loss to me feels very similar to, you know, some of the other losses this year where the Browns had a chance to win and didn't do enough. um, Which has really been the theme of the season. And uh, it it, I think is going to be hard uh, to Jake's point earlier, it's going to be hard to erase that feeling over the next two weeks. There's not much they can do against Washington or Pittsburgh to uh, to change that 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 mood, and so we're going to have to sit with that until next season when the Browns kick it off again next September. Uh, there's obviously a ton of questions about this team and what's coming next. Um, we ha- we're going to cover it all at the OBR. Uh, Jack Duffin has already been doing a, a comprehensive offseason preview uh, position by position that will continue through the first of the year. And then we'll start uh, Jack's got a series on on uh, draft guardrails coming right after that. Um, you know, as soon as any decision is made about the defensive coordinator, we'll have that angle covered who they're interviewing, uh, you know, who, who they're talking to give you the background on those guys. And then we'll move right into you know, the trade market, free agency, all of the different ways in which this team can improve and avoid this sort of a fate next year. Uh, the OBR is is the place to cover for you to be. We will be covering the entire offseason, uh, top to bottom. We will also be back uh, this week with a full slate of shows starting Monday night with the Monday Rewind. Uh, and we'll break down uh, this loss in more detail, as, as unfortunate as that is going to be for us. Uh, And we'll be back next week uh, for pregame uh, on uh, New Year's Day when the uh, Browns start 2023 in Washington against the Commanders. For Jack Duffin, for Brad Ward, for Jake Burns, I'm Andrew Spade. Thank you for joining us. Have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy Holiday. And we will be back here next week again. Until then, thank you for joining us. Have a great
2: day. Go Browns. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Holidays.